Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the producer slash seducer. Looking so good in that Portillo hat, Nick Scarpino. Yeah. I can't figure out the level for these hats, Greg. You're yeah. a dad now. This is a dad sure. kind of hat. Do you go all the way down with it? Like, no, oh, that's if okay. the sun's getting you while you push a carriage. If you're pushing okay. the baby stroller and the sun's carriage. really nailing you, you pull it down like that. Okay, yeah. so do I go halfsies or do I go, I know I'm wearing this hat ironically. No, 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 halfsies. The hat goes up ironically when you're like covered in sweat because you've been having to work in the garage or on some kind of project around here. You're freaking lower in a crib. That's so when just you go, go to the go to the mid wrinkle. Don't go to the low wrinkle. Halfsies is when the day's done and you're about to crack a beer, or you do the. Are you just in the walk? Because your wife just asked you a question, and you do not know how to answer it, and you are like, "What are we gonna do about this 401k? I don't know what the fuck." Adult do, when does when does backwards come into play? Backwards? No, that was a college thing. You the time for a backwards hat for a dad has passed. Unless you, you're underneath the sink. If you're underneath the sink and you spit, you can yeah. spin it around to like work on something. Can you give me? Can you give me what I'm the 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 motion, the mannerism when the you just finished mowing the lawn and you got that last little patch and the lawn mower mower breaks with the hat? You, you don't want to. You, you you, oh, the hat. The hat, the hat doesn't get involved at that point. The hat doesn't get involved at that point. Okay. Well, that's when I have it. I have the lawn mower on its side, and I'm underneath there trying to figure out what's going on. That's when the hat goes up and you the do this thing. The voice you hear right now is the big daddy Greg Miller. Thank Hello, you, Greg. Tim. How are you? I'm fantastic. Very good, very good. Rounding out the group today, we have the one and only from AEW, Fuego Del Sol. How you doing, what's up, Fuego? What's up? I'm doing great, man. Excited to be back and talk about the boys. Hell yeah. That's exactly what we're doing today, talking about the boys season three, episode five, because this is the kind of funny screencast reaching every week. We get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. We've been doing a ton of weekly reaction content to the boys, Miss Marvel, Kenobi. If you're interested in any of that stuff, you're going to want to be right here on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. If you wanted to get it as a podcast, search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast and we'll be right there for you if you wanted to get the show ad free and watch live as we record it you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like our patreon producers gordon mcguire molecule and fargo brady have done today we're brought to you by shopify and athletic greens but i'll tell you about that later for now let's get right into it greg miller let's start with you what'd you think of this episode of the boys i don't know how the voice keeps getting better you know i think it's you know it's it was. It's always been great. We've talked about this before and how much we've loved it. I talked about it. Uh, you know, I missed last uh, week's episode because of Summer Game Fest. But on our premiere for this season, talking about how you forget how much you miss it. I forgot how great the boys is at satire, and you, we think about that for the superhero genre and making fun of the MCU and all this different stuff. But Homelander being Trump for Vought. You know, installing his cronies into these departments, ruining it, firing people who would talk shit about them, you know, moving up this way, having it all like that is such a great bit. You know what I mean? That I when the when it first started this season, I saw people, you know, oh man, they're gonna be you know, they're, they're they're really leaning into parodying Trump and and you know, all this stuff and you know, the magas and all these all this jazz. And you're like, you could see it coming, but the fact that we're there now. And they are doing such a great job of it. Like when, you know, Mother's Milk shows up to get his daughter and take her to the museum. And the stepdad's like, no, it's important for her to listen. I'll send you some Facebooks. And it was like, oh, my God, they're doing such a great job of that. But then every other storyline is so interesting, is so compelling, you know, to get the moment we had between uh, Frenchie and Kamiko, right, of like that mm. they're finally going to make it work. Frenchie finally, like, wasn't ready for this. But then he, they're both so happy. And then to have that robbed of, like – the show is entertaining, start to finish. 
Soldier Boy being, you know, that negative version of Captain America in walking through a, 20, a 2022 America and being like, what the fuck is going on was so good. I can't wait for more of this. It's And then fuck Paul Reiser. I, it, what, this is a tour de force episode, Tim. Nick, Paul Reiser being in this show. The God, legend. I, that, that took me out. That took me by surprise in the best possible way. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, we're season three of this, and I'm still every bit as into it as I was from the from the from the clip. Um, I I love how this ended. I think that this is indicative of of the show itself. Just having the, there be those conflict of interests, right, and having that having to choose between the lesser of two evils, or in this case, the the greater of two evils. They hope, um, and what that does to people's uh, uh, psyches, what that does to their morality, what that does to that to their interpersonal relationships, the people they love. Um, the Huey the Huey Starlight relationship has been up and down for me as far as like interest levels. I think the both actors are great, but I mean, it's it's one of those things where you keep. When, when you have two characters uh, together for three seasons, it can be rough. And so to, to see them sort of face these challenges in, in real time um, and have me gets me back into them. Um, and I think that's starting to be a little bit more of an interesting uh, aspect of the show for me. But overall, like, man, I, I can't wait to see how this comes to a head for sure. Fuego. Uh, yeah, this show just keeps keeps doing it. Just all of the different uh, interpersonal relationships between the characters are so fun to watch. The dynamics between uh, Starlight and Huey, or uh, Mother's Milk and Butcher, and there's just so many ups and downs where you can see. Uh, I don't. I to be, to be able to care about so many characters is such a uh, a sign of a well developed show, and I feel like. This show has it, man, and uh, and I care so much. And the constant ups and downs about these core group of the actual boys is is almost more entertaining than anything going on with Homelander, which is wild to say because he's, you know, such the, he's the star of this show when it comes to acting wise. But especially on this episode, I just uh, I very much enjoyed the uh, the dynamic of of Huey and and Annie and just. The way Jack Quaid acted all his scenes out of, you could see the emotion on his face and, and the, the despair of trying to figure out, should I take this temporary V again or not? Uh, but then just even when the trunk opens up and you see it, you almost see the addiction in his eyes of wanting to take more immediately. He has such a great conversation with Annie, right? Where he's like, I hate it. It was terrible. And she's like, you loved it. I fucking loved it. And you're like, oh my God, you're already a junkie. Like you can see that happening, right? That spiral. And you understand why, right? You understand that he's a junkie because he's for his whole life been bullied Power. and pushed around. And he is the, but that, but that's what's so brilliant about him. He's, he's the heart of the show. He's the heart of the team, right? He's the moral center, or at least he used to be. So to watch him slip into a place where all of us understand if we were in that situation we probably would unfortunately make the same you know decision but to watch him do that and see how that takes its toll i think the the most the compelling part of this whole thing was starlet was like i don't need you to save me i just need you like Ooh. you're the person that's like anchoring me to something better and now you're slipping into this world and you're easily you're going to become homelander it's going to happen right it's just such a it's such an awesome place to put the character. Such, such a powerful line, and she delivered it so. I uh, don't want you to save me. I just want you. And and but you can also tell where Huey's coming from in a sense, man. He feels useless. He feels like the last year of his right. life was pointless. And to finally have something, to finally feel like you can help and contribute, and then also and, and the main reason you want to contribute is to save this person that you love. And to realize she doesn't want this at all, such a great dynamic. And it's the first time I really felt like Starlight was starting to give up on on mm. on their on their relationship. Mm. And it, it was such a compelling way to end the episode. I feel. 
Yeah, I, I continue to absolutely love this show. I've been saying in the last couple of reviews that uh, it always impresses me how this show does what South Park does, or at least used to so, so well, which is like be this unbelievable moment in time where it's like they are making commentary on things that are like happening right now. And it almost feels unreal for a live action show of this quality when it comes to set design and character dynamics and everything to be so one for one with what's going on around us and season two felt that way with stormfront mm. so so incredibly 10 out of 10 that i didn't think that they can find new ways to to go down those paths in this season especially with like the soups lives matter and all that stuff going on in, in this episode on top of all the homelander stuff and all the way it all kind of works together the world of this show is so well realized where it so much of it takes place in this the top of the skyscraper office building that they work in that's the the essentially the justice league's base but it's like the way that they define that and the whole world the city and the the merchandise and all the stuff about the superheroes they've done so such a good job of just little by little dropping things on us that when a it just bust out into a musical we're not questioning it because we're just like yeah there's this show has style and it it's earned the style because there's so much substance to back it up and going from the south park thing the show started to do something that i i can't believe which is remind me of game of thrones at its best where we're three seasons in now and seeing mave talk to butcher reminded me of seeing these character interactions on Game of Thrones where it's like, oh man, Tyrion started here, but now he's hanging out with Sansa. Yeah. I never thought yeah. that would happen. And it's this constant new thing of like, you, we watch this show week to week and we're just like, all right, I think I know where it's going. And somehow I'm almost always wrong or I'm right, but they don't treat it like a big reveal. They're just like, yeah, it is that. Let's keep going. I don't think a show that I've ever watched has used every single minute of its runtime as well as this one does. Like it is just... Yeah. A constant shock to me that I'm watching it and I'm thinking like, oh, we must be over soon. Like th this episode has been so good. I can't like, oh, that that was a huge moment. They're going to cut to credits here. And then they don't. And there's about six more moments. That's every single episode. It is so, so damn impressive to me. And I love the the way they're building it. And I feel like the reveals of the uh, of, of Soldier Boy being like his ability and the reason he's the weapon is he depowers you. It's like that is so freaking cool it is yeah. such a cool thing and i love that they're introducing it this early in the the season because i'm like that could have been a season finale reveal that's the thing and next season we're gonna fight homelander they're mm -hmm. like no 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 we got more story to tell and the last thing i want to say uh to all these points is like the the starlight huey thing is emblematic of why i think this the show is is so high quality where at the end when starlight's like homie you're lying to me man like don't do this and I am so on her side and I'm like, fuck you, Huey. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Like treat her right. But then Huey starts talking. He's like, well, I need to do this to save you. Whatever. I'm like, yeah, Starlight, get it together, man. Like yeah, Huey's fucking right. This like, for you. I'm so equally on both sides. And like, that is great writing where like, I am rooting for both characters and I fully understand the logic behind the decisions being made of everyone on the show. So, uh, right. And you have that you have that wonderful discussion beforehand with uh, with MM and uh, and Butcher where he's like, we got to have a line somewhere. And he's like, fuck your line. And yeah. you just go like that was the one turning point. I was like, oh, Butcher's Butcher's not coming back from this. This is this is going to fundamentally change this team forever. Um, I want the show is so good at throwing you curveballs that I want. I want to go back to that Maeve Butcher moment where I was watching. Ah. that. I, was, I watched this episode with D and I was, and she goes, they're going to bang. And I'm like, no. Nah. And I'm like. 
you don't know this show, Danielle. I was like, there's no way something's going to happen. Whatever the obvious choice is, they're not going to pick the obvious choice. And then they had sex. And I was like, see, see, they threw me for a curveball. They just were going to do it. And they did it. And that's a great, that was a great scene, too, where she's I, like, I haven't, I haven't had alcohol in four months. And he goes, for me, it's been a year as he's drinking the alcohol. And, they're just, and then they're like, oh, drinking straight from the bottle. And it was like such another one of just, man, these people are such – like, you know I mean? We talk about all the time of how – depressing the show is or the world is and like to see them both fall right there like oh god and then uh, before before we keep going on though let me tell you about our sponsors this episode is brought to you by athletic greens i've been using ag1 the last few months because i figured it was well past time i start thinking about vitamins but i'm usually not the biggest fan of their format so being able to drink a flavored water is much more up my alley and i'm a huge fan here of the fact that it doesn't taste super healthy it kind of has like this mild tropical taste to it that i look forward to every morning with one delicious scoop of ag1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny again that's athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny this episode is brought to you by shopify shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved only for big businesses to everyone so upstarts startups established businesses content creators alike can sell everywhere synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed i love how shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to across the globe our content creator friends use shopify to manage all their merch sales and stuff and i recently got gia a pair of Allbirds from the Allbirds website which also uses shopify so that's an example of big websites using shopify for their sales you can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting on conversion rates profit margins and to help you supercharge your knowledge of your sales and your success you can go to shopify.com slash kf games all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and you can get full access to shopify's entire suite of features grow your business with shopify today go to shopify.com slash kf games right now that's shopify.com slash kf games for a free 14-day trial shopify.com slash kf games continue nick uh, i was gonna say and then obviously her may of getting uh you know uh, uh abducted and yeah. uh and i think one of the standout characters of the show that we talk about a lot but i want to i want to keep talking about is ashley is the is the ceo character who i think is mm. that actress just does such a dynamic job of hiding the fear just one layer behind the surface right just well, there was one such a little bit moment, behind right where like yeah. starlight comes in and you see her soften and like she's right. on starlight's side and then she's like no i am still yeah. the ceo and come back full bore on that because she's what so a great scared. yeah yeah such good. such good emotion showed right there. She's been able to emote that in your face of that almost that dread and then come and snapping right back into it. Incredibly well acted. Incredibly well acted. Beautifully done. Uh, so I, I missed the um, episode last week. Uh, okay. So I didn't get to talk to you guys about Huey's powers of being a 
teleporter that yeah. gets you... naked, which is so damn funny. Uh, and on top of that, him in this episode, the, like, yeah, I just clenched my butt. <laughs> like, I just knew what, I knew what to just do. Clenched my butt and jump forward. That yeah. is so funny. But there was another great thing that I, I didn't get to talk to you guys about last week, which was the the insane fight scene um, feature Russia? With, with Kimiko, right? So that was good. Kev, oh, okay. I'm about to send you uh, a URL. If you could please bring it up. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone out there, you could you too could go to soupporn.com. S-U-P-E-P-O-R-N.com. I've already uh, I checked twice. it. We're good. We're good. Wait, why is it in, twice? Oh, switch to mm-hmm. it's a no, just, just keep it how it is. Yeah, yeah, okay. So yeah, you can go, you can go in there if you're 18 or over. This is my favorite thing we've do ever done. Do you want done. me to go in there? Yeah. Greg, yeah, yeah. How, how alive yeah. do you feel right now, Greg? I'm in I'm it. So I'm doing scared. it. And oh, it's all yes. the different dildos <laughs> that they That's have. Incredible. <laughs> Just keep going in, Kev. I don't know. I'm so scared. I looked. I looked. Okay. Oh, yeah. it's a vo- it's a vo- it's a VOT promotion. It's a, it's a promotion yeah yeah yeah. Show, so so have yeah. have you guys ever read the descriptions of the episodes? No. Don't they are know. wild. Uh, like today's uh, or oh my God, last is that night's the episode deep? is a dolphin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yesterday's episode was just like Ooh, a, a thing for the park that Countress owns, the mm-hmm. chimpanzee thing. The mm-hmm. episode before was like the description for a porno using all these uh, sex toys. That's awesome. Yeah, they got it, man. They just get it. Anyway, can we talk? I this is funny. This is incredible. Uh, can we talk about the other awesome cameo in this that took me by surprise and completely changed my opinion of Seth Rogen forever? <laughs> oh, yes, God. yes, we can. What a first off, obviously he's one of the producers of the show. One of the reasons that the show came to to light, which is awesome. So we have him to thank for that. But I don't ever need to see him shirtless masturbating on a camera ever again. It's not. It's the difference between me and you. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, that was. I thought he did such a good role or such a good job (laughs) with that. And I and I love. It's just him. Him bringing his specific type of humor to this. I thought was it was nice. That was nice. But uh, and I guess taking a turn. I mean, she calls him, you know, come Lord or come super come or whatever, 49 or whatever. But I guess he's like kind of playing himself, right? Because he is like, oh, I worked with the chimpanzee once on some film. Like, it's like very much just like he's an actor. He's probably just Seth Rogen. Yeah. Oh, I didn't uh, notice that. That's that's really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had a cameo as Seth Rogen in a previous episode, right? I've forgotten about that. That's right. Yeah. Was it season one? Was it the same time that uh, Haley Joel Osment was there? That's a long remember. time ago. I don't remember. I just know that, like, <laughs> I was watching it with uh, my sister-in-law, Avery, and Paula. And Avery has, like, literally last week, I was like, hey, homework, you have to watch all of the boys so we could start watching it together. And she was like, fucking, I accept. And she watched, she's binged it. So, like, everything's super fresh for her, and she's got mm. different eyes on it. Nick, you recognize that Dustin checks in reference we got there? Oh my God! Was that they're what listening it was? to our show, man? Yeah, and we're we are trendsetters, Greg. I don't know. If we're you making know it happen over here, Captain. We we love that. Uh, <laughs> this show's bonkers, man. The Paul Reiser, all the Paul Reiser stuff was so funny to me because he was he's like Kelly LeBron. Look it up. <laughs> legend. He's like, what? That's gay now? <laughs> yeah, Paul Reiser. Who oh fucked who? Who fucked who? But I love I love watching him because I love that I'm not sure what specific you know uh, uh, old old school Hollywood impresario they they were they're they're aping. But I'm I'm watching The Offer on Paramount Plus and Bob Evans is featured the guy that as a character very prominently in it and he reminds me a lot of that. So I'm, I'm wondering if that's I don't know maybe they're taking inspiration from that. But 
his character was so great. And I, I love it. He's like, Kelly LeBrook. Uh, fucking google it big l big b the others small wow. <laughs> like that's so fucking funny man like yeah, the, just two words writing of this shit shannon is... tweed google it look it up <laughs> so good I, I love that shit so much and greg was talking about this earlier but the uh the scene of captain america uh or, or soldier boy um being in the, this modern world and like the way that they shot it exactly like captain america in 2012 at the end of first avenger mm-hmm. and it was also a deleted scene from the avengers whatever of like kind of tying him into that like it starts with him from behind and immediately i was like oh my god they're doing this and then yeah. they they just did it in the most the boys way where instead of it being captain america being wowed by the uh Times square like led walls and shit it was just more like seeing two men holding hands or whatever and he's just like what the fuck like that it's just such a smart satire of this thing that we're so familiar with and then to have him explode and kill people and all this shit it's just like i just loved it with this season we're at a point and i i made this a point a couple weeks ago of like it's crazy that the the goal of this season is literally kill the bad guy like that Mm -hmm. it's that simple superhero shit but there's so much more depth added on because of the the characters that it isn't that simple but now where we're at is we're dealing with a really bad superman and a really bad captain america at the exact Mm -hmm. same time and like that's dope as shit but like what go ahead again i was gonna say one question do you guys did the russians somehow accidentally or purposefully give him this ability to take away people's powers as a deterrent okay right because they experimented on him because they talk about they were like they were like these this radiation is is, yeah uh something uh, you know uh an offshoot a a chernobyl or whatever side effect yeah yeah that's what did it so I, i assume that's what it is my question is how that's how it's all going to play out with Homelander. Because you never know with this show. My guess is Homelander kills him, but there's also the possibility he kills Homelander. Then there's a possibility they team up. Then there's a possibility that that uh, Soldier Boy betrays all of them and becomes the new CEO of, of Vought. There's, it, can go, it, it gives me so much anxiety. It's just like Game of Thrones, where you're like, Every what could go wrong? Where everyone's getting married? This seems like a pretty good festival, like a little festive <laughs> activity, right? Um, what a fun wedding this what is! What a great wedding! I, I wonder what the, the cake's like. Wedding. Oh God, it's red velvet. Um, so yeah, you never know. You never know with this show. But uh, but it's it's funny because like another thing that I wanted to talk about was just Homelander in general, in that he's like he's such a child, and I mean that in the way of like. When you see him, and then, and this is this is more kudos to Anthony Starr for playing the character like this. He gets those moments like a child would get, where somebody says something like, "There's that, there's the VP that's like, what do you want to do about the EBITDA? Like, oh, how do, we, so how do you want to handle the loss?" And he just he has no idea what she's talking about because he didn't go to business school. And he realized in that moment, he's like, "Oh, I'm way out of my depth, be trying to be the CEO of this multi-billion-dollar corporation." But of course, he just lashes out at her like he would any like any any leader would who is uh you know is all ego and and absolutely zero experience in what he's doing. And I just you have this one moment where you're like, yeah, that's what you fucking deserve. But a little bit of you is like, oh, I feel kind of sad for him because he feels that he needs to do this and he's embarrassed. And instead of dealing with his emotions and going to therapy, he's just gonna probably have this person killed. <laughs> it's like it is. But it's crazy. What do, think, to me. what do you think Black Noir is doing with Maeve? Mm. Uh, I think I mean I'm, she's not dead. He hasn't. Of course, her, I don't think. of course. Um, I don't know. I'm guessing they're just holding her someplace uh, safe until they can either leverage that and or figure out what to do with her. But Black Noir is like is is I mean, he's not all there, right? Like, didn't he get like half his brain blown off or something like that in the last episode? 
face. I don't think his brain got fucked up. No, he's got he had, something happened to him last season where because they're not using him anymore, right? He used to be this like badass assassin, and now he's like just drawing pictures of sharks and shit. Yeah, I think he's okay. always been very weird, right? Didn't they blow him up in the? Uh... Yeah, him and Starlight got in a big fight. He he got like knocked out. I thought he I thought he died at the end of last season, but he ended up surviving and right. That's so, what yeah. it was. Uh... So I think he's yeah I think he's he's different than he was last season. But yeah, I don't, I'm I'm curious to see what they what they did with that. Fuego, you were about to say something. Yeah, I just uh, I also when you, when you talk about Nick when you talk about him being out of his depth, it, it was such a big shock to me when we found out Stan Edgar's character uh, was related to Claudia, and then for the one episode later to for it to immediately switch and her to turn was such a uh, choice that I was I, I I couldn't believe, and now. I feel like it's not over. I feel like we're, I'm like because you know Stan Edgar's gonna come back in a no. way. He had that great scene of just being like, "Oh no no no, you need me. You need someone to tell you uh, what to do." And so I, I, well, I'm really curious to see how long they stretch this out. And what's crazy is when you really start to think about it. Not that it's the best solution, but the best solution they really have to them right now is that 24 hour V. He actually had the solution. He was like this actually solves all of our problems all of these maniacs running around with permanent powers like we can actually we can give them the powers when we want and then for the rest of the time they just get to be normal human beings which of course is like kimiko's biggest struggle is that she's like i don't want these powers anymore but now you see the other two characters that are like we'll dip a toe in every once in a while and i'm sure it's going to have negative results but the stan edgar character is like you it, it's it's such a good show when you're like ah they so much to kill this fucking guy and then when he's gone you're like we got to get that guy back we got to get yeah. this guy back he's got <laughs> totally it's way worse without him there was two uh, two lines that I really loved from Butcher that are just kind of uh, plays on like superhero trophy stuff. But I loved the with great power comes the absolute certainty you'll turn into a right cunt. Yeah, uh, and also the weird. I thought we could come to an arrangement. <laughs> what you lot call a team up. A team up. Yeah, that's like, good. Just that was Carl good. Urban's just so good, so good at just being this character. And it's just like every time he's on camera, it's unbelievable. It's just yeah. like you were just like, I love everything you're saying, no matter how fucking deranged it is. And his wow. accent is just incredible, man. He's got it's that awesome. Russell Brand style accent, way of talking. I, I, I enjoy it so much. I had to turn on the subtitles a couple times though, because I was like, uh, when they're when they were drinking and he was talking quietly, I was like, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. Same right here, now. same here. Yeah, but uh, uh, God, I had one more thing I wanted. To, oh, I wanted to talk about A Train and uh, and Nighthawk. Oh I yeah, that was yeah, the yeah, best. yeah. I thought that was one of the best parts and one of the most fascinating parts of the episode. Because obviously, you want to talk about stuff that's contemporary, right? Like seeing how all that played out, and then seeing the news coverage afterward, where he's he's blaming Antifa for uh the violence at this at this what was supposed to be a peaceful like uh protest or whatever it's just apology, so com yeah or apology right yeah uh was just so completely ridiculous and unfortunately so mirroring real life in a lot of circumstances i was like damn these guys are not afraid to just throw anything in there um but also banger performances from all around especially a train who's uh just continues to be a character that I think is going to be a lot more interesting as as the the show goes on because he's obviously betrayed. He got he got uh, supersonic killed, and now he's like I think maybe he's starting to realize the reality of his world. Maybe we've seen this a bunch of times from him, but I think that that's that's what makes it interesting, right? Is that I I think the show does such a good job about not being subtle about literally anything. Like everything is so on the nose, but then they take it that extra step further where it's like they give us it straight up but then they add context on top of it and then they add kind of the satire and story around it that like these moments are sometimes so one for one that it, it i just appreciate that that balance that they have of 
actually saying something, even if they're saying the most obvious thing, mm -hmm. like making sure that they actually have a perspective and a point of view that doesn't feel like they're just referencing things in real life, but it's actually like showing why those things are a problem. Yeah. Um, and I, I just feel like that is kind of the, the greatest value of it all, where it's not just like, oh, yeah, this is a one for one and Homelanders like Trump and this is like that. It's <laughs> like it says something of like why it being like it. It's, it's like, yo, got there. this yeah. is evil. This is a yeah. bad thing. We need to fix that. Yeah, one of my think, biggest gripes, though, is that I feel like we haven't the the A train turn was such a thing that I feel like we haven't explored fully yet. I wish we got more of why he was motivated to turn on their group and, and kind of and reveal that to Homelander, get supersonic killed. I thought it was such a big reveal at the end of the last episode that I thought we were going to get more in that small interaction between Starlight and A train. Mm -hmm. I feel like wasn't enough just yet. Maybe they'll explore that later in the next episode yeah and i think they need to because that's a that's a small criticism i'm starting to have of the show now which is that why in christ would starlight be like why would she stay there at this point it's like i understand what her motivations for like wanting to stay and like try to try to change things from the inside try to manipulate things try to like be the inside person but at this point it's just he's just killing people well so she i would a get choice anymore yeah now she'll be killed if she leaves right yeah i, mean, I guess that's like, true he's fully in control she had a choice up until edgar lost all his power right and maybe even a little bit before that yeah, but I feel like yeah. if it were me, I'd be like, I'm on the run. I'm going to go with Butcher and the guys, I mean, and I'm going to hide out. and just and, like, he w will want to find you. And he can smell real good. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was freaky. Yeah, that like, I smell Butcher all over you. I'm like, oof. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think about that one, did you, Maeve? Also, a personal thing for me, I can't – just can you imagine if for some uh, reason that uh, that they hit – that Soldier Boy hits – Homelander and Homelander loses his powers. I just want to see what would go on in Anthony Starr's head and if he loses oh my his God. powers. We, I think we nuts. all want to see that. I think yeah, everyone wants to get that revenge and like see the world have a little bit of justice, which makes me feel like we're not going to see it. Mm. No, I bet, it's, I bet it happens. I bet it's like the finale, finale moment of him being and, powered and down. Big shout out to Kimiko again, just being able yep. to emote the way she does without speaking. We got that great musical number, and then yeah. the first time her and Frenchie kissed, and you could just, it was such a sweet moment for it to get ripped away by Nina and yep. her, and, and, and for Kimiko to have to question how Frenchie feels about it with him not coming back. Such a good little mm -hmm. teaser for Cliffhanger yep. for next episode, and Karen Fukuhara just acted the hell out of that. To Nick's point earlier, right, it was such a great swerve, because it was like the kiss, right, and then for Frenchie to be, you know, so taken aback, I was worried him leaving, she would be heartbroken if think it didn't work, but instead she grins because she realizes they're in love with each other, right, mm -hmm. and that this is probably the first time he's ever had that, he's ever had real love. And so then for him to get the coffee that looks disgusting because it's in the hospital, <laughs> and then on top of that, but him have that moment, just that happiness, that moment of wash over him, and then yeah grabbed and ripped away like fuck what a show we'll be back next week and the following weeks as we continue through the boys season three i don't want it to end but i love how much we still have left uh we'll be doing a whole bunch of other stuff like i was saying miss marvel we got the kenobi finale next week so stay tuned to screencast for all that stuff fuego thank you for joining us where can people find you uh aw youtube Twitter, Instagram. I just, I enjoy being here and enjoy being on Kind of Funny content. I love this. I love watching you guys doing everything. So shout out to Kind of Funny for sure. Hell yeah, man. Until next time. I love you guys. Goodbye.